Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Blazing Beaks podcast. Glad you decided to tune in today for our next episode. And in this episode is going to be my definitive ranking. Yes, keep in mind, this is my, my definitive ranking of all the characters in Blazing Beaks. There are currently 10 characters in the game, each having their own unique and distinct abilities and attributes that help make each character unique. Five of them are unlocked from the start, and the other five are unlocked doing various challenges. So if you, so if you haven't unlocked those characters yet, I recommend you stop listening to this, go and figure out how to unlock those characters, and then come back, because I really don't want to spoil anything for you guys. Alright, still here? Great. So keep in mind that this, this, that this is my ranking on, on, on how I th- viable I think they, the character is from start to finish throughout the game. This includes going through the loop and how powerful I think they can make it through the entire game. So... Just keep in mind, this is my opinion. If you feel a character should be lower or higher on this list, let me know by sending me an anchor voice message or leaving a review on whatever podcast site you're listening to this on. And without further ado, let's get started. Alrighty, starting off our top 10, at the bottom tier, at the lowest spot, at the worst character in the game, in my opinion, is the Enigma. I know this is going to get a lot of people mad, and just keep in mind, I'm not basing this on how, about how fun the character is, because in terms of... Fun level, Enigma is super high. What the Enigma does is that she has, or he, has 2 out of 2 HP, so pretty low, and has the extremely unique ability of changing her weapon every single level. The level, the weapon, I mean, are completely random each time. So you you can have the teeny tiny laser gun one level, and then the big crystal gun the next. It's crazy. Now, on terms, again, on fun level, Enigma is super high, but in terms of actually trying to get through the game and get to the loop and get through everything, Enigma is extremely inconsistent, literally, about how every single level her weapon changes. That's why I, I, that's why I had to put her in the lowest, t- lowest spot. I, I didn't really want to do this, but it kind of makes the most sense. She's, she's essentially a joke character. She has, uh, she has this really fun mechanic that, that doesn't really work. That often, and it's and it's yeah, it's definitely fun, but it's not always the greatest. So sorry, Enigma, but you're a number ten. Alrighty, number nine on the list. This one should be a, a no-brainer for the more experienced players. It's gonna be the chicken. The chicken is a very weird and uncomfortable character to play throughout the game, and it mostly consists of her passive abilities. Here's what she has in her arsenal. The chicken starts with 4 out of 4 HP, and starts with a, the weapon called the Swift, which has kind of a slow reload speed, but mostly has a high range and kind of high damage. The chicken's first passive ability is the ability to mark random enemies in the room. Whenever you enter a level, some enemies become marked and have a kind of a red crosshair above their head. Shooting once at these enemies with any weapon will instantly kill them, making it easier, much easier, to get rid of rooms faster. Her second passive ability increases the range of all weapons that she collects by 80%, making her the highest range character in the game. However, her last passive ability, which is kind of her defect, ruins her almost completely, making her accuracy of her weapons decrease by tenfold whenever she's moving. This almost ruins the chicken completely, because... Generally, in Blazing Beaks, you're going to be, want to be moving around a lot, so you can dodge projectiles and constantly pick up items. However, with, with the chicken, you are forced to stand still in order to get that ring, in order to get the damage and range that you want, which is never what you want. Granted, sometimes it kind of works when you're using like like kind of a long range weapon, like the 
Um, I think it's called the Dominator, the long-range laser gun weapon. But you should be moving around all the time, and this, the accuracy of when she's moving is insanely bad. I think a, I think a good change to this character would be is that is if um, she, um, get, getting rid of this defect completely, but instead increasing her range only when she's standing still. That would make her a lot more um, easier to play and a lot more fun to play as well. If you're going to do that, might as well decrease her HP down to 3 out of 3, because I guess that would make it a little bit more fair. But, yeah. So, the chicken is unfortunately the actual, technically the worst character in the game, if you're not counting Enigma, which is kind of a joke character. Alrighty, number 8 is going to go to the Slacker. The Slacker is an unlockable character in the game, which, which becomes unlocked after you defeat the boss, Muck, when, when going through the yellow door. The Slacker is a... He's kind of a fun character to play, but it gets really bad after you start after you get the good after you get the good weapons. Here's what I mean: the slacker starts with four out of four HP and starts with a simple pistol, like a lot of other characters in the game. His passive abilities consist of the following: whenever the slacker is damaged during a level, his movement speed decreases by twenty percent. This stacks every throughout the level. However, it goes away when you enter the next level. So the slacker's second passive ability. Increases the speed of enemies when you hit them with your weapon, making them faster and harder to hit. So you might be thinking to yourself, what could be possibly good about the slacker? The slacker's last and final and thankfully redeeming passive ability makes all weapons in the shop throughout the entire game only cost three coins. Now, on paper, this sounds like a pretty great character. This seems very balanced. But in all actuality, the slacker... Is mostly just used for weapon collecting. If you're trying to get that achievement to get every single weapon in the game, the slacker is your go-to character. As you can buy basically whatever you want, there's no like coin decrease chance at all, like the parrot. It's just flat out, every weapon in the shop costs three coins. But the problem is, is that after you've gotten the, the good weapon, the great weapons, what are you supposed to do? Like, great, you've got good weapons, you've got the best weapon, you've got the big crystal gun, but what do you do now? You fight, and now whenever you get hit, you get slower, and it makes you hit, get faster. And that's why the slacker falls off completely. There are no other redeeming qualities to him to, to other just to just get the big to just get the best weapon and leave. And that really stinks because I feel like the slacker has lots of potential, but can't really use it because of his passive abilities. Again, the slacker only really should only really be used for collecting weapons and getting that achievement. But other than that, he's a pretty bad character. He's still more useful than the chicken, though, which I will admit. Alrighty, number seven is going to belong to the duck. The duck. One of the OG characters from the very start of the game. The duck, unfortunately, falls very flat in terms of viability throughout the entire game. Here's why. First, let's look at his arsenal and see what, has, what he has going for him. The duck boasts the most max HP out of any character in the game, starting at 5 and having all 5 of those heart containers completely filled. He starts with the weapon, the Drizzler, which has a short range, but fires um, compressed air at enemies, which does pretty decent damage. Not the most, but certainly not the least. Not the least. His, second pa his first passive ability will increase the reload speed of his next 3 shots by triple if he doesn't fire for two seconds, making his making the ability to ambush enemies very possible if you're able to be patient. However, second passive ability really holds him down as he gains a 50% weapon decrease in range. 
This makes it very hard to kill enemies from afar and stay safe, making the duck a very, very big melee character. Now, if you're fine with getting in front of an enemy's face, that's fine by me. But, it's, but understand this, it's not the most effective strategy in the game. As a lot of enemies have projectiles later on, and you're forced to deal with that, and you can't really dodge them in any way, if you, unless, you start, unless you keep the dodge ability intact. The max HP, while it's really a nice bonus, is just is just an extra meat shield that you can have, and doesn't really help you all all that too much. If you want to do that, you better play the Bluebird, which we'll get to in a bit. But the duck just really falls off flat because of that range. Under later down the line in the game, you might get some range increases, which might nullify this duck's ability. But still, it really hurts him early game, and you might not even get these range increases later, which hurt him a lot. That's why the duck, I believe, is a number seven. I know a lot of people enjoy playing him, and no hate to those people, but he's just not the best character in the game. But it's certainly not the worst. Alrighty, number six. We're finally starting to get to the pretty good characters in the game. Number six is going to go to the seagull. The seagull is a fairly basic character compared to his um, acquaintances, and here's why. The seagull starts with, I believe, four out of four HP, and he starts with the weapon, the harpoon. It has semi-long range, but has the pretty uncanny ability of being able to pull in enemies whenever it hits an enemy. Now, this sounds like a pretty cool idea, but is it effective? <laughs> Not really. Having the ability to pull enemies towards you, you don't really want unless you had a quick way to finish them off, but you can only hold one weapon in the game, so making it pretty hard to use. It still it does pretty decent damage early on, which is okay. And granted, you're going to kill them before they get to you, which... I guess is what, what the harpoon's primary use. However, the seagull's other passive ability, and his only passive ability, is the ability of explosion marks. When you enter a room, similar to how the chicken works, some enemies might have a marker on top of their head, this time indicated by a bomb. Killing these enemies, will ex make, will, they will explode upon death. And that's it. That's all the seagull really has to offer. But that doesn't make him a bad character. The harpoon is really what kind of brings him down. Dragging in enemies increases your chance of dying, and having the ability of having to drag in enemies that could explode on you and get close to you is not very practical. However, later, not, not too later in the game, you will be able to get better weapons, you can really make effect of his explosion radius of that bomb marker, and it really helps him on later in the game. Maybe if the seagull had more to offer, I could put him higher, but the seagull, honestly, is just a pretty well-rounded character. Alrighty, number five, and I know a lot of people are going to get disappointed by this ranking. I felt very, very bad about putting him here too, but number five is going to go to the platypus. The platypus is a fan, fan favorite character, and it is not that hard to see why. The platypus has two out of, starts with two out of two HP, similar to the Enigma, so he has quite low health. He starts with a single key and has a pretty useful passive ability. Similar to the chicken and the seagull, enemies when you walk into a room sometimes get marked, this time by a coin or a key. Killing these enemies has a guaranteed chance of dropping that kind of loot when you kill them, making the platypus very effective at getting coins early on to get better weapons. Now, the platypus is a very, very useful character, but is very hindered by two things. Number one, his low HP. If you're not very good at dodging, the platypus is a very hard character to use. And two, his second, his main passive ability. This 
helps him a lot early game, which is where you really want to start off with so you get better weapons. But later in the game, this is not really going to help you pretty much at all. Once you have the best weapons and the best items, having this is just kind of like an added bonus. It's not going to save you and or make or break a run. It's just going to help you a little bit. If the Platypus could do a lot more later in the game, I think I would put him a lot higher. But the Platypus is mostly just an early game character. Honestly, in my opinion, you could interchange the Seagull and the Platypus pretty interchangeably. As the Seagull has a great late game, but a pretty bad early game. And the Seagull and the Platypus has a great early game, but a kind of a, a mid-tier late game. So you can switch those characters as much as you want. I personally don't care. I would honestly consider putting them on the same ranking, making it a out of 9. But in all honesty, I feel like their Platypus is just a pretty good character. He's he's just pretty good, guys. Alrighty, number 5. And I know a lot of people are going to get disappointed by this ranking. I felt very, very bad about putting him here too. But number 5 is going to go to the Platypus. The Platypus is a fan fan favorite character and it is not that hard to see why the platypus has two out of, starts with two out of two hp similar to the enigma so he has quite low health he starts with a single key and has a pretty useful passive ability similar to the chicken and the seagull enemies when you walk into a room sometimes get marked this time by a coin or a key killing these enemies has a guaranteed chance of dropping that kind of loot when you kill them making the platypus very effective at getting coins early on to get better weapons now, the Platypus is a very, very useful character, but is very hindered by two things. Number one, his low HP. If you're not very good at dodging, the Platypus is a very hard character to use. And two, his second, his main passive ability. This helps him a lot early game, which is where you really want to start off with so you get better weapons. But later in the game, this is not really going to help you pretty much at all. Once you have the best weapons and the best items, having this is just kind of like an added bonus. It's not going to save you and or make or break a run. It's just going to help you a little bit. If the Platypus could do a lot more later in the game, I think I would put him a lot higher. But the Platypus is mostly just an early game character. Honestly, in my opinion, you could interchange the Seagull and the Platypus pretty interchangeably as the seagull has a great late game but a pretty bad early game and the seagull and the platypus has a great early game but a kind of a, a mid-tier late game so you can switch those characters as much as you want i personally don't care i would honestly consider putting them on the same ranking making it a out of nine but in all honesty i feel like their platypus is just a pretty good character he's he's just pretty good guys Alrighty, time for number four. Number four is going to go to the Bluebird. The Bluebird has some very useful and very um, powerful abilities that help her pretty much all throughout the game. The Bluebird has four out of three out of four of her HP containers filled. A very weird way to start out with one of her HP containers missing, but it's whatever. The she starts with the pistol weapon, which is an arguably okay weapon, but her passive abilities are very useful. Alright, her first one, which whenever she's at 1 HP and she gets damaged, instead of instantly dying, she instead loses 1 max HP whenever she gets to that low, making her a very powerful survivable character. Her second passive ability gives her 1 HP for every 5 coins she has. Has If she's at max, she's fine. However, whenever she enters the boss room, she loses that amount of coins. So, say you have two containers missing, you'll lose 10 coins and get 2 HP. Now, this is kind of a hindrance at times, like if you're trying to save up for a big weapon, but you will have to lose HP to that. 
kind of stinks, but it's also kind of useful because entering somebody like Boggy when you have one HP is not very fun and when you, when you haven't found any HP throughout the run. Making the Bluebird a very, very powerful character in terms of survivability. She can pretty much survive throughout the entire run if you get the if you get the weapons and the items that you really need. The Bluebird doesn't really have that much going against her, and I think that's why it makes her shine so much. The Bluebird has been better than every single other character so far, but in terms of the top three, she's kind of far behind. Alrighty, here we are, the top three. The top three best characters in the game, in my opinion. These characters provide the most um, offensive and defensive power across the entire board. Number three is going to go to the Parrot. The Parrot starts with three out of three HP, and starts with the weapon, the Teeny Tiny Laser Gun. This weapon has a very high rate of fire, but low damage, making it quite useful as a kind of an ambush and survivability tool, but you're better off fighting better weapons later down the line. The Parrot's first passive ability, uh, excuse me, decreases the speed of enemies that you hit with your shot by, I think, around 50% for two seconds. So if you hit an enemy and you leave, you'll notice how slower they move. This is because of the parrot's first passive ability. The parrot's second passive ability decreases the cooldown rate of your active abilities by 40%, making big active abilities like the teddy bear and the icicle more useful and more usable pretty much throughout the entire game. And understandably, it's kind of we it's kind of bad with your starting feather dodge, as you can already dodge extremely easily and extremely quickly, but it's still a nice bonus. However, the parrot's third passive ability brings her down a lot. She has a 70% um, coin drop decrease throughout the entire game. Now, this makes it a lot harder to find better weapons. See, the coins are still present, don't get me wrong, and you have and you can still find those little coin enemies, which if you kill them, they drop a bunch. However, in terms of getting those bigger weapons later, it's going to be a lot harder. But the parrot overall has more positives than negatives, which is why she's up so high on this list. The parrot overall is just such a great character, it's so hard to bring him down. However, kind of has that negative ability, which brings her down a little bit, but not by much. Alrighty, the number two. The, the second best character in the game is the penguin. The penguin starts out extremely strong in the early game and extremely valuable in the late game as well. Here's what she offers. The penguin starts with 4 to 4 HP filled, making her a pretty high and pretty average HP character. She starts with the weapon, the snowball cannon. It fires three snowballs in quick succession at an enemy. Each snowball, I believe, does 0 points, uh, 0 uh, 0.35 damage, which sounds pretty bad. But combined, that does more damage than the average shot, allowing um, the penguin to very easily ambush enemies. And the rate of fire on it is crazy big, so she can very easily take down even the biggest bosses with the snowball cannon alone. Her first passive ability and is whenever she goes into the shop, every two artifacts that she brings, um, every two kind of items that she brings, whenever a risk factor gets equal, you know... Whenever a risk factor has enough to get you an item, if you have two of those items, she'll give you a heart, a single heart. This is quite useful as it lets her survive more often and keeps her, and gives you a big sign of relief whenever you've been carrying a bunch of artifacts. And when, and when you head into the shop, you'll be able to get a lot of that weight off your shoulders instead of being scared when you go into the next level. Her second passive ability 
is kind of the defect, but in my eyes, is it's honestly kind of an upgrade. Whenever you kill an enemy, there's a small chance that it will be cloned, bringing it back from the dead and letting it roam again and continue to attack. Enemies who died, and that, and that and cloned enemies can still die and then be cloned again, making it hard to kill enemies at times because you'll be killing the same uh, charger over and over and over again and they just won't stay dead. However, what makes this character so useful and what makes this ability so useful is that cloned enemies can still drop loot, allowing the penguin to get a lot more bang for her buck when she kills an enemy. And she has starts with a snowball cannon, a very powerful weapon for killing, making her very useful early on in the game and for killing enemies and getting that loot that she wants. The penguin overall is such a valuable character to have that she has kind of simple abilities, but honestly, you can easily look past that with how much she really offers. So the penguin, number two. All right, if you've been following along closely and if you've done process of elimination, you'll know that there's only one character left in the game. And that character, the best character in the entire game is going to be the egg. Now, if you're talking about the most consistent character, the character that you can most often get wins with, I would recommend doing the Penguin. The Penguin has a lot of going for her, she has lots of abilities that really help her throughout the game, and she can survive most oftenly. However, if you want me to talk about the best character in the game, not always the most consistent, but the best, it's gotta be the Egg, okay guys? It's gonna be the Egg. So what is the Egg about, and what does the Egg have going for this guy? Right. One thing out of the way, let's get it clear. The egg has one HP. The egg has one out of one HP, starts with it, and has a passive ability which stops him from picking up hearts. Meaning that unless you find some um, items that increase your HP along with your max HP, you're not going to be getting any HP at all. And you can die in a single hit. However, the egg also boasts some pretty useful passive abilities as well. Number one, he's immune to toxic fumes. This one isn't really too big, although it is useful in case you accidentally walk into something without really even noticing it. However, the egg's real defining factor of why the egg is so good, two words, double damage. The egg does double damage throughout the entire game. With whatever weapon you find, no matter what weapon you use, no matter what items you combine, the egg always does double damage. This is why the egg is the best character in the game. The egg provides the most power, the most offensive, just raw power throughout the game. I know I'm saying the same things more than once, but I can't emphasize it enough. The egg is so useful. Yes. <laughs> so you made it to the end, huh? This is my uh, longest episode by far, and I want to thank everyone who decided to listen to it this long. I know this is a pretty long episode compared to my other ones. I know it's the only third episode, but it's still pretty long for my usual tastes. But I really wanted to make this one because I felt I had a lot of passion behind it. If you liked this episode of the Blazing Beaks podcast, please let me know by sending me an anchored voice message and, con- and consider tuning in for more episodes in the future. All of your plays on this podcast mean so much to me. And seeing people tune in every day, it brings absolute joy to my heart. So I want to thank people for doing that every day. And please consider doing that more in the future. I hope you have a great day. And be sure to uh, feed the birds because they're kind of hungry. Bye-bye.